Ron Caps. If you haven't seen it on our YouTube page, Facebook page, uh, we spent a good hour plus with Ron Caps, funny car champion here in the Freak Nation, and he decided to not use up his Freak Nation mojo in Indy, so he decided to cash it in at Gainesville, and he joins us now, NHRA funny car winner from Gainesville here in the Freak Nation. Ron, this one is special, and I say that only because I've seen the highlights of your ass blowing up and then in that final spinning the wheels and winning. How in the hell did you pull this off? Man, I don't I can't wait to see the replays. I'm just leaving the track now and this this race is one of the premier, I mean old historic and even with COVID going on and us, you know, this was the race that I flew into when COVID started. Yes. And I had to turn around and fly right back home and it got canceled. So it's been a long time coming. But the, but the Gator Nationals, I mean, it's it's been over 50 years this race has been around. So very historic. But um, what's crazy is the amount of fans driving in all weekend, seeing the campers, just the people waiting to get back to this. The only drawback to that is, and there's no cell service at all. So as I pulled out of the track, my phone has just been blown up with some of my biggest heroes, Snake and Ace. And uh, these guys are, are sending me text messages, and I haven't seen any of the footage of what happened in the semifinals <laughs> when it blew up. And then uh, I guess it's the spin to win, which a la Danny Sullivan. You know, we had a huge explosion. We went low ET the whole weekend, and then exploded right in the finish line. And uh, and then I was just scrambling to hang on to the car, and ended up doing a, a 180 right right in front of the uh, the fire truck. So I can't wait to watch it when I get out of here and get back to the hotel and get some service. But um, you know, you guys are always you're you're Johnny on the spot, and it was cool just to pull out and you be my first message that I got saying, "Hey, can we talk?" So um, this is great. Ron Caps, funny car winner at the Gator Nationals. This Ron Caps, the funny car winner at the Gator Nationals. Ron, when your car blows up, rattles everything. I would imagine must take a while to come back from that. Yeah, it was it was crazy today on so many different levels. First of all, the blow up was nuts. We've been running the same car, right? And I knew when it exploded, it was big. It was a concussion that, that definitely dazed me and kind of caught me by surprise where I couldn't figure out what was going on for a second. And then all of a sudden I'm on fire and my gloves and my hands are burning. Um, and then at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, I thought I saw my wind line on the corner of my eye. Oh, no. And I know my, my teammate, Matt Hagen, who's a great driver is in the other lane, but I couldn't see in front of me and I could only see out the side window and my peripheral of the stop wall on the left side. So I'm like, okay, I'm in trouble. It's got oil under the tires. I'm still going pretty fast, even though I got the shoots out. And then it's all this eye racing I've been doing lately in these different cars. Just kind of sort of just came in. It was crazy because I'm like, I got Hagen. I got the wall. I'm on fire and I'm still hauling ass and I've got to get this thing stopped. And it started sliding one way, then the other. And all I'm thinking is don't ruin the car. Cause if, if I'm correct and seeing the wind light, like I thought I did, I don't want to ruin a car going into the final round. Right. So I, it just started sliding as it slid. All of a sudden I'm thinking Eldora always prelude to the dream. And I just put it into a nice slide so that I was close to the fireman right at the cutout where, where, where we take our turnout to get interviewed. And I just turned it into a slide and I'm just hoping it doesn't catch. And these Goodyear's catch the grip and then flip me over on my side, and it just stayed up. And 
I didn't mean to do it, and I'm probably not as good as people thought I was doing what I did, but it turned out good. And there was so much damage anyway that we brought out a car that, that Ron Tobler had ready to run anyhow. So all my worries were, you know, it didn't matter. We were bringing out a car regardless. But the fact was, it was so fun to spin yeah. a funny car out and do a 180 <laughs> <laughs> after blowing up and winning and beating our teammate. I mean, it was just, you couldn't ask. So I haven't even seen the footage yet, but I have people telling me and texting me how awesome it was. So I got a text from Snake and from Ace and all these, Roland Leong, all these guys that uh, were there. So, um, crazy moment and then you bring out a car we haven't run since last year that's been our spare car and we win the finals running 393 at almost 330 miles an hour that is it's it's not supposed to happen that way so i'll take it yeah you cannot write the story if you even wanted to you used a dirt car move <laughs> on a funny car that is just the best story of the weekend ron caps joining us here in the freak nation and yes i wanted to get to that backup car because then you just put us through massive drama on what was going through your head and physically to get to the top end after winning the semifinals. But then you realize, crap, we got to get a brand new car together. It's your backup car, so it's not necessarily brand new, but still, you got to change setups. You got to get everything ready for the freaking finals. Explain that. Well, I mean, I just got done celebrating with Tobler and the guys. And it, <laughs> the, the crazy part is, and I, I tell people, I, I tell people all the time, Ron Tobler, he's old school. He's uh, he's that crew chief in Days of Thunder that Tom Cruise had. He, you bring him out of the barn guy. You know what I mean? He has got his old school mentality. And one thing he's always done is make sure, and we, we took this car, it was brand new last year, and we wanted to make sure we had a backup car. And take, Because we went to Fox and Fox Sports 1, and when we went to that programming, there was going to be, we we're going to try to do all live, which is tough to do with drag racing. It, it might be easier in IndyCar and it's easier in NASCAR to have live programming, but with oil downs and things that happen in a drag race, yeah. live programming is tough. So the, the fact that the commitment Fox gave us, we needed to have something ready. And sure enough, today, when that happened, we had 45 minutes from the time we ran to get back to pit area, have a car ready to go and back to starting line because we were on live TV with FS1. So, we ran this car last year at Norwalk at a special match race we did called Night Under Fire. And we brought the car out, made a checkout run with it. And I'll tell you, I probably shouldn't even say this. I talked to my wife. I call my mom first on the winter circle always. And then I call my wife and my family. <laughs> and my wife was still upside down. Like she watched it live and she still was pretty moved by what happened because we brought out a car that had never been to the finish line, and oh that's the commitment that I've always had with my guys. And you, I've talked to you guys about it. I'll, I'll jump in a car sometimes and not even thinking this car has never been to the finish line. It'll go 330 miles an hour. And then you think later on, maybe I should have made a checkout run in this car. <laughs> like, you don't even think about it at the time. And so I strap into this car. We roll up to the starting line to race Tim Wilkerson for the final of the Gator Nationals in a car that I haven't driven in over a year, it's been up in the, in the trailer as a backup, but it's been so prepared that we had it ready. And we were actually in the stage in lanes before we were supposed to be. So I just got strapped in and I was like, Oh my God, this car is so different from the car I've been driving in the last, <laughs> you know, 
12 races and all of a sudden I stepped on the gas and it's hauling ass. And I thought, Oh shoot. And Tilbert told me if anything's not right, shut it off. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, BS. Uh, hey, we're in the final Regator Nationals. I'm running this thing as far as I can unless something's really wrong. And it just was hauling ass. So, um, I didn't see Tim out the window. It was running good. And it's crazy because afterwards you think, I just drove a car that's never been to the finish line and I just drove it at 3.8, you know, you know, whatever speed it was, 320, almost 330 miles an hour and not even thinking about it. And that's just the, uh, the trust I have in my guys. 393. It's just, yeah, the trust you have in your guys, the guys are that good because this is also the 10th freaking funny car consecutive win for your team for Don Schumacher racing. How in the heck is that even possible? Yeah, I don't know. I, that came later. I wish I would have said that in my interview because I, I <laughs> that was a big, that was also a big deal to us. Um, when they interviewed me, I was so emotional about what had just happened after the spin to win. You know that the NHRA coined it. Um, I, just God, I, I can't even tell you how much emotions were going on. And my wife, you know, I called her an hour afterwards, and she was still in tears because oh, wow. she was so not tears of like I'm worried about you, like. That was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen, she said. And she'd been married to me before I was ever a professional race car driver. So she's seen me go through a lot of crap. And she said, I still have goosebumps from you getting in the car and watching the final round, knowing that car had never been in the finish line, and watching you go 393 to beat Tim Wilkerson. It was, so it, it was uh, it's crazy. It ranks right up there with me. Believe me, I've had some cool moments with Don Perdome. You know, Ed the Ace McCulloch that I've driven for, and now Don Schumacher. Uh, this ranks way up there. And on top of it, it was Ron Tolbert's birthday. So we all had this this inner angst to win today. And we just didn't think when we rolled in this morning we were going to have a car that could win. We felt confident, but we just, you know, sometimes you, you feel like, hey, this is our race. And sometimes you feel like, ooh, man, it's going to be a tough day. And we just felt like we had a good car, but this was going to be a tough day. So those moments are even more special when you're standing in the winter circle after a day like that, and especially, you know, blowing a car up in the semis, people going, no way are they going to be good for the final and then going up there and, and, uh, and making a run like that. It's just, uh, unbelievable. Ron Capps, funny car winner from the Gator Nationals. Ron, did you have a chance to talk to Matt Hagen after that run? Be curious to know what he had to say about that face off. Well, our, you know, at the semis, our pit area was flooded with Infinite Hero, Pagan's um, guys, Make-A-Wish guys, all of our other teams that were battling for championship. And really, two of the teams that we, I mean, we beat Hagen's team, and every one of those guys were helping us get our car ready. And there's no way we could have. There's no way we would have made the final hmm. without the help. Um, and I didn't see Hagen. I want to say something to him at the top end, but the doctors were checking me out and making sure to give me the okay for the final. And then right before the final, uh, that we went up there, I was getting my fire suit on and there was a knock on my door and he opened the door and he said, Hey man, do you need anything at all? And, and I said, Oh, I'm good. And he said, uh, dude, that was badass." And I said, Hey, it was only badass cause I knew you were in the lane and I knew I could do what I was going to do. And you weren't going to run into me. I mean, and I met that because he's a hell of a driver. So, 
that was all he said. He wanted to make sure I was okay and that I didn't need any help with anything. And he said, great job. And that means a lot because we're battling for a world championship right now. We had to make a move this weekend. Um, you know, I know all of them are teammates in front of us some points. And we did what we wanted to do. We made a move. So it's going to be fun to go these next couple races in uh, St. Louis next weekend and then Dallas and Houston and and then head to the finals in Vegas. It's going to be, uh, it kind of put us right back into where we wanted to be. Don, where I talked to you guys last time. Don <laughs> Schumacher, he's got 10 funny car wins in a row with all of you guys. But hey, the- you would not know it, Kenny. That son of a gun, I'm telling you, you think we had, I'm t- you wouldn't think Don Schumacher had won a funny car round in two years. He is so driven. If you told him we won 10 in a row, he, yeah, he would act like it, we haven't. I love it. I love that drive. It reminds me of Roger Pinsky and, yeah. you know, uh, Hendrick. I mean, these guys live, they've got what they've got going on with businesses at home but they want to crush the competition at the track. And I love the fact that Don Schumacher doesn't even realize if he won 10 in a row. He might, but he doesn't act like wow. that. And that's the kind of guy you want at the helm. Well, Ron, it wouldn't be a Speed Freaks interview if I didn't ask a typical Kenny Sargent question. Do you, For one, do you eat race day? How much do you eat? Or do you watch <laughs> what you eat? because of your car blowing up like that and you might crap your fire suit. Well, I, you know, I, no, I have a whole system and my wife laughs at me and I've had people laugh at me. I've got a whole thing (laughs) and race day. You know, I learned this from Blaine Johnson being around Blaine. because I grew up with Blaine and Alan Johnson and Blaine wouldn't eat on race day. And I don't know how he pulled it off, but I, I have a certain protein bar that's got very low or very little glycemic, very little sugar and high protein. And once I eat breakfast and the rounds start going, uh, depending on who I race, I'll eat half that bar or a whole bar. And that's all I eat during race day. I can't eat a full meal. And I learned that from the Don for home days. Um, one day, I don't know, two years, three years in, he came to me, you know, a typical snake, man. Hey man, listen to me. He goes, uh, you ever wonder why a lion hunts and, and why a lion can hunt better than any other animal. And I'm like, no. And he goes, cause that, that lion's belly is empty. That's why a lion hunts so good. And, and it struck me and I'm like, I didn't understand it. And then later on we were, you know, out having dinner after that weekend. He said, listen, when you eat, especially during an athlete eats during game day, that blood, when you eat blood is taken from your body, from other parts of your body to go to, digest that food and you don't want blood leaving your head you want every bit of blood in your skull to help you concentrate on what you've got to do as an athlete and this come from dom Perdome. so i've never forgot that and that was two or three years into my career so i'm uh, i'm very careful i've got a regime i do every every race day and i eat a good breakfast but from then on man i concentrate on on really what i put in my body and trying to be the best i can and days like today humidity heat it was unbelievable how hot and humid it was and guys were cramping up and uh you know those are, those are the days you got to be on your best well buddy uh we know you're waiting to get out there and party with your with your boys with your team and everybody around you deservingly uh, yeah, so. yeah man it's uh it's awesome kenny to listen here. like a few years ago we talked after a win and i was at the ale house yes and it it was on <laughs> i probably should have done the interview i did with you people <laughs> dig it up they probably 
We need to delete it. But I'm older and wiser. I've got a 6.30 a.m. flight out of here, as does Tobler and everybody else. And the flights out of Gainesville are funny because it's a small airport. And it's hilarious because every swing in you-know-what is flying out on that early flight to get the heck out, right? Yes. So so everybody, when you see them in the morning, tomorrow morning at 5.30 a.m., I do this every year. You see, and you know who was out all night, and you know who went to bed semi-early, and you know who kind of took it easy. And up, and, and I'm telling you, years ago, and the last time we were born here, I was talking to you from the Ale House, which is the hangout in Gainesville, and I, I don't think I went to bed. I think I went and packed my clothes and showered and went right to the airport, and that's the way we used to do it. But I've gotten older. I've gotten a little wiser. I'm heading right now to pick up Outback curbside. <laughs> I'm going to go drink one beer in my room. See how much wiser I've gotten? Oh. Have, are you picking up on this? <laughs> yes. Oh, my see this. God. He's, I know. It's scary. I'm going to get a good night's sleep <laughs> and then show up and make fun of all the drunk guys that are hungover at the 5.30 a.m. flight out of this little airport. So it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to that part. I've got so much wiser in my, my years here. <laughs> oh, Older wiser Ron <laughs> Well, RC, I, uh, I guess go uh, enjoy your your uh, solo party in your hotel room. All right. And I'm not sponsored by Outback, by the way. <laughs> but I am going to Outback for curbside. I'm getting an Outback special with sweet potato and a salad. Case you're wondering. Again, healthy food going in that body. <laughs> I know. See, sweet potato with nothing else. Plane. Ronnie, give us a call after you win St. Louis. <laughs> okay, you're on. <laughs> See you, bud. <laughs> See you, man.